Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to Mamacita, your weekly mama date where we discuss all things momming while Latina. Hi, I'm Wendy. I'm currently a stay-at-home mom by day and flamenco dancer and writer by night. I live in the suburbs. I'm raising two bicultural children. I'm from El Salvador, but grew up in Los Angeles in a very traditional Latin household. And I'm Alex. I'm a single mom of a fabulous five-year-old girl. I'm an artist, actress, and dancer living in LA. My life is not so traditional. We've been friends for over 13 years, and trust us, figuring out motherhood is way more fun with your fellow mamacitas. What do they call it on, on social media? Thirst trap or something? Girl, I have no You're idea. You're like IG queen in estos días. Are you kidding me? I'm just having fun because oh, I finally what? realized what This is like what the stories. podcast. Why is... That always happens. I just start talking shit and then it becomes the podcast. Yeah. Anyway, what I was going to say is that picture was not that bad. The amount of skin that was showing was like this much. It's just like the position or not even the position i think like, it was like just provocative it was because provocative. your pants were part open and part off yes but what but you could not. actually see was less than what you would see if you post a picture at the yes, beach in a bikini but hello that's that's the thirst trap that is a thirst <laughs> trap yeah no i know that it was a sexy picture <laughs> no but really you couldn't see anything like if you really look you at that picture it's what you can't see that makes it sexy good girls know that it's what you can't see and that makes girls it don't sexy. Do that, I guess. My mom thought I was not a good girl. She's like, <laughs> "Oh my god, you should hear the message." Girl, I like I'm not exaggerating. I woke up to phone calls, voice messages uh-huh. through WhatsApp. Pero esa foto está muy vulgar. Esa foto mostrando todo, no te da pena que te vean toda la cola. ¿Qué van a pensar mis amigas? She was worried about her friends. Yeah. And then, you know what's funny? I got messages from my cousins, from like everybody saying, leave it up, leave it up. Because everybody knows my mom and like yes. where we come from. You know what I mean? That, that is like, you Alex went crazy. Yeah. She is such a hoe. She's on drugs. How, yeah, like that's it. She like. <laughs> but that, that was the point of my post. Like the older I get, yeah. the less I care about people's opinions, about, you know, being a good girl. Well, you know what that's called? I know what's in my heart. I know that I'm a good person, but what the hell is a good girl anyway? Yeah. Well, not giving a fuck is basically just being secure in yourself. And I love that because... Yes, and that definitely comes with age. It does come with age. Yes. Yes, it definitely comes with age. Because I think a lot of teenagers will post sexy pictures of themselves but there is like shame behind it, and they're and yeah. they're rebelling against whoever. They're it rebelling. Is. They're looking for uh, validation, validation. Totally. Which I'm not. Like nope. I, shit. I look at myself. I'm like, damn, I look good. I, <laughs> I give myself the validation. Yeah. Well, that's how it's supposed <laughs> because, to be. And yeah, I really do see how the older I get, the less I give a fuck, and the more I love myself. What made you decide to post that picture? What was the thought Honestly, process behind that? Because. Because you were like, damn, I look good in this. Yeah. yeah. You know what it was? It was like good lighting. Uh-huh. But not on purpose. Yeah. I was just like getting dressed and I was like, oh shit, look at that. Like, oh damn. Uh-huh. There's like good lighting coming in through the window. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take a picture because I look cute. So I took a picture and, and I was not like, going to wow. post it. I was not going to post it because 
I'm a good girl and I don't post pictures like that. It's very like out of character for me to post a picture like that. Like even my friends were like, yeah, girl, damn, all right. You know, <laughs> it's not, I mean, if you scroll through Instagram, this is like oh, nothing. nothing. Oh, yeah. It is nothing. I'm not, you can't see anything. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot for me, you know. But I don't know. I just thought I looked good. And then I was just thinking like. The older I get, the less I care. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put it up. Yeah. Because what, who cares? You know, it's funny that same because day. who the hell cares? I posted pictures of me in my Samba costume oh, where I was showing that. a lot more. You know what? Actually, that kind of inspired me. You inspired me <laughs> oh, really? to post it. I took the picture just because I felt like, oh, damn, uh-huh. I look good. Like, mm-hmm. I look pretty cute, right? Yeah, you did. Uh, you still do. Right? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so... I took the picture and it was in my phone for a couple days. I was not going to post it. That was not thought behind it. And then I saw you posting pictures showing like your belly and stuff, like all sexy in the samba costume. And I was like, uh-huh. okay, if Wendy but my can was post because- this picture, I'm like, okay, then I can post this one too. <laughs> you inspired me. Oh, good. I'm glad. And then I was like, yeah, like who cares? I'm just going to do it. Well, I don't know if you read my post, but I wasn't trying to be sexy. I was Girl, actually... you were sexy. I was, but that was not the point. I was commemorating... Okay, hold on. Did, you guys, did everyone catch that? <laughs> Wendy's like, yes, I was sexy, but I was not trying. It just happens naturally. Well, it does. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> but I what I was going to say is that I was commemorating the fact that Brazil did not have a um, whole carnaval, carnaval this yes. year and I was reminiscing about the times like when I was a samba dancer and so I looked at the pictures and I was like you know what like I'm gonna post this because it's appropriate and also I look cute <laughs> yes and and that's the thing like there's nothing wrong with like appreciating <laughs> when you look cute right yeah okay do you remember back in the days when you were doing the samba stuff that they asked me to be in the samba company, uh-huh. and I said no because I would not dance in a thong. Because you were because a good I'm a girl. good girl, Wendy. I know. All of you were bad girls, and I was a good girl. Yep. So growing up, what was your mom's definition of a good girl that she imposed upon you? Oh my god! Like what did she tell you? I don't even know exactly how to explain that. It was just like. Everything I wanted to do, I couldn't because I was a good girl. Okay. Something so simple, like dyeing your hair, mm-hmm. like a crazy color, not just like normal dyeing your hair because my mom dyes her hair all the time. But like, you know how when you're, when you're a teenager, like people dye their hair like green and pink and whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I had like, like burgundy streaks that yeah, eventually turned like pink. how fun is that, right? But I couldn't do that because in my mind, that was not a good girl. That's what bad girls did. That's what the bad girls did. Like, I was never really able to express myself and be, like, crazy and weird and, like, whatever because that was not a good girl. And it's not like she told me specifically. She was showing you by example. But it was, I would hear the commentary, like, oh, my God, mira lo que hizo fulanita or whatever. Like, oh, my God, look at that girl's hair. Oh, my God, pero que cosa tan terrible. Like, oh, my God, you know, es eso una locura. So, like, when you hear your parents or, like, in my case, my mom, talk down about what other people are doing, then in my mind I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm not going to do that because that is not appropriate. Mm-hmm. Because she was like talking shit about, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, who's that girl's parents? You know, how could she do that? Blah, blah, blah. That's so terrible. So 
I'm like, oh, okay, well, then never mind on that idea. So it's like all these like things that I wanted to express or experience, you know, explore growing up. I, I just shut everything down. I didn't even try because right. I was just you were like, trying to live up to that. Because I was trying to be a good girl. I'm like, oh, okay, well, if that gets that reaction, then I'm just going to sit here and not do anything. <laughs> and I'm a good girl. Yeah. Another thing, good girls don't get piercings or tattoos. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I have okay. a belly button yes, piercing. I want to hear that story. That's where I'm getting at. So it's hilarious. We got very, very stoned and drunk in Berkeley. Of course. <laughs> and we all thought, hey, let's go get a tattoo together. But I always knew I did not want a tattoo because a tattoo is like a forever. commitment, yeah. right? And a piercing. I can't commit. Yeah. I cannot. No. Anything that's forever, <laughs> you well, know Alex is like, <laughs> out the out door. The door. Out the door. So anyways, I got a piercing instead. And um, some of us, actually, I think everybody ended up getting a piercing, but some of us more obvious piercings than others. And I thought, well, I'll get a belly button piercing because my parents will never see it. And so (laughs) I got it. And of course, I'm like doing laundry with my mom and I like lift my arms or something. And she sees this (gasps) piercing. She nearly had a heart attack. She like cried. She wanted me to take it out. And I'm like, lady, I'm like 20, I don't know, maybe like 21, 22. I don't know. Like in my 20s at the time, I'm in college. Like I paid for it myself. Yeah. How how is this hurting you? You Isn't that funny? And then. You know what it is? I think they feel like they failed as uh mothers. Yeah. When we do something that is not you know, what a good girl does because I have made my mom cry a lot with things that I've done because, and and it's not hurting anybody. It's just not what she wanted. Well, she's thinking it's like, like, I think it's mutilating your body. Yeah. Or like, where did she go wrong? (laughs) I know. Oh my God. So she cried. She cried. And then I was like, this is ridiculous. And then we went to like a pool party or something and my parents were there. I just wore my bikini and showed the world my belly button ring. And of course my dad's like mortified. Everyone's giving me dirty looks and I'm like, I don't care. This is cute. (laughs) But you know what's funny? Okay. So like I've had two babies. I took it out way too late. Uh, during Soren's pregnancy. You still so had it on. I had it on. I, ha- <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah, so my friend gave me a really pretty one. Uh-huh. It was like with little diamonds. It's actually gold. So uh-huh. it was like a real piece of jewelry, yeah. right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to wear it. And so I took it off way too late with Soren. And um, my belly button got stretched. And then I never put it back in. So it was. I thought it was closed. Mm. Then I was pregnant with Alouette. I had her and I realized, oh my God, the the hole is still open. So I put my belly button ring back in and I'm wearing it right now. Are you serious? Yes. But you know what's funny? I will not show my parents. Oh my God. <laughs> like every time I wear something like, you know, to bed, sometimes I wear things that are like yeah. sheer in the midriff area or yeah. whatever. Like I make sure my pants are like oh high waisted. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get in trouble. So I don't get in trouble because I'm still a good girl. No, I just, I don't want to deal with it. You know, I don't want her to be like, you're a mother. What do you, How you know what I mean? You? Yeah. You know what? I hate the term good girl. Yeah. 
And I say it all the time. Yeah, I've told you this all the time because I tell Sophia that. And every single time I say it, I catch myself saying it and I'm like, ew, what am I doing? You're being your mother. It's horrible. Like every time I drop her <laughs> off somewhere or something, I'm like, okay, baby, be a good girl. Uh, it's, I don't it's know. ingrained. It it's is ingrained. ingrained in me. It's just something that I say, like, okay, baby, be a good girl. Ew. Gross. So I never say this. I need to stop. I need to figure out another way. Yeah. To say what I'm trying to say, because what I'm trying to say is not the same thing that, like, my mother was trying to say. You know what right. I mean? Like, my meaning is You're different. You're trying to I'm say, like, behave, behave, be take nice. care of yourself, listen, like, just, yeah. like, yeah, behave, Practice be safe. good manners, all Todo that stuff. Yeah. yeah, all that. But so make a list for yourself. That way when you say... I need to do that. That's you know, a good idea. Goodbye. You could just go down the list and be like, okay, make sure, you know, you're polite. Yes. You're taking care Say of yourself. Say please. Yes, you, like all the safe, things. safe. Like, use your judgment. Uh-huh. But shit, you don't have to be a good girl because what is that? Like, I hate that. Oh, my God. I don't know. <sighs> I feel like I missed out on so much. Maybe that's the problem. Now I'm like, ta-da. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm living my life now. Because I was so scared of not being a good girl. Isn't that horrible? Like living with that fear of like it is horrible. Always trying to do the right thing. Yeah. So what are you gonna tell your daughter about okay, so being a good girl? I'm not exactly sure. I don't ever use the word or the phrase good girl already anyway. Okay. And my daughter's very different from me. And I can already tell because she's way more feisty and alive and she gets into everything. And my son is very much my personality, you know? Yes. So when I had him first, it was like, oh, this is easy. Like, we could just sit here and look <laughs> at books together and, yeah, he's you know. like super chill. Yes, yeah. he is. Whereas my daughter is like. All over the place. Yes, I can't like leave her anywhere. I mean, she's very curious. Yeah. And the thing is, I find myself getting frustrated with her, right? Because we're so different. Mm-hmm. And I hear myself and my thought process and like my emotions, you know, in the moment. And then I have to remind myself like, okay, I'm not trying to kill her spirit. No. Like that she she's, is her own person. She's not you. Yeah. Yes. She's not you. She needs yes. to be herself. We've talked about this actually literally this week because I had a tough week. I was just like frustrated, you know, I'm like, child. Just stay in one place for a second, you but know? But this is her learning about the world yes. in her own, you know, way. Yes. And, and you can't stop that. I know. You're your own person. And I'm not going to kill your spirit because I respect that and I love that. Like, I want her to be curious. I want her to stand up for herself. Like, she'll scream at her big brother. You know you what? Know? I always tell Sophia... Speak up for yourself. Yes. Speak up for yourself. If you don't like something, mm-hmm. say it. Like, yeah. Because nobody told me that. Exactly. You didn't have a voice until you found it for yourself. Yeah. And so I think it was it's important. late in yeah. life. Like, I'm still working on it. Yeah. So I try not to use the word good as a qualifier for herself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't say you're good. Mm-hmm. I say this thing that you're doing is good. Okay. You know what I mean? So like if she, she's awesome in so many other ways. Like she's very physical, right? Mm-hmm. So she like helps me clean and like picks up <laughs> the shoes and puts them in the shoe rack. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't say, oh, you're being such a good girl because mm-hmm. you did that. That 
it's not part of her personality. I say things like, thank you for helping me. You know, that was very nice. Or like, Mm -hmm. that was a good thing to do. Being helpful is good. So I don't qualify good girl with an internal aspect of her personality. Okay, I I need to learn from you. I qualify good girl with an, or good, quote unquote, whatever, you know, whatever that means to you as a qualifier for the action. Yeah. So. Makes sense. That's what I try to practice with her specifically. I'm being very conscious with her because she's my daughter and I know Mm -hmm. how hard it is to be in the world as a woman. Yeah. And it's tough. I mean, I, I definitely didn't grow up like that. I grew up in that era where it's like, if you're a good girl, that means you are seen. And when you are seen, you are pretty. And you are never heard because it doesn't matter what you say. You're just a cute little girl. Sit there and be quiet. Wow. And that's how I grew up. And that was my, I guess, version of the good girl Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think all the moms of like our generation, like the house was so um, like siempre impecable, right? Like everything in its place, everything is like perfect. You can't Mm -hmm. touch anything. So like the kids were expected to like sit there and like not move, right? Like you sit, you behave, don't touch anything, don't touch, (laughs) don't play, just sit like a good girl. Yes. So I I think about this all the time, you know, and it was like, as a good girl, you weren't supposed to talk, have any opinions, move, get dirty, uh, eat, (laughs) basically do anything that normal humans do. Don't breathe. Just look pretty. Okay. Yes. And (laughs) And cross your legs. Totally. Every time we would go to people's houses, that's exactly what I would do. I would just sit sit there and like... Didn't talk the and entire be polite. time. The first thought that came to my mind was my mom's couch <laughs> that she's had forever, like since before I was born. That's uh-huh. the same couch that she has now. Okay. Okay. Because she takes such good care of it. Nobody sit on the couch. Yeah, this exactly. Is the room like, where you just look at the furniture. Oh my God. Hold did on. Did you have that? Did room? everyone? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, did everyone have that room? Because that's. What I feel like my mom's living room was, like, la sala. Mm -hmm. La sala is, like, you, like, barely, like, you have to, like, sit without, like, freaking touching the couch. Like, (laughs) you sit with, like, all, con todo cuidado, because you don't want to, like, touch anything. Like, don't breathe, don't move. (laughs) Did she ever serve, like, tea and crumpets in that room? Hell yeah. Have you met my mother? Of course. How did it stay so clean? Nobody ever ate. They just pretended they to just, eat. They just, you pretend. You like. <laughs> pinky up. Pinky, pinky up. up. Pinky up, girl. A good girl, according to my mom, stays at home until she gets married. Did you get that also from your parents? Yeah, I definitely got pressured, I think, to stay at home for as long as possible. I mean, I didn't live on campus when I went to university the way everybody else did. Part of it definitely was financially. My parents Mm -hmm. did pay for college, so I was able to graduate with no college debt. But I think also it was like, great, she gets to live at home Mm -hmm. and we can see what she's doing and who she's hanging out with and all that stuff. Monitor the activity. (laughs) Exactly. So I can be a good girl, right? And then I left. I left my house. But it wasn't because I found my own apartment and was ready to take on the world as an independent single professional. 
You know, I left because my house burned down. You bad, bad girl. I am a bad, bad girl. I left my house and I secretly went to live with my boyfriend. My oh parents my goodness. thought. I know. My parents thought that I went to live with my friend. Because Are you that's, serious? Yeah. Well, that's what I told them because I was like, you know what? We've already been through so much trauma right now with the house burning down. I'm just going to let you know that I'm living with my friend in Burbank. This is my childhood friend. And, uh, I just let them believe that. But really, I moved in with my boyfriend, who was like my first serious relationship. It's not like I was trying to hide it. Yeah. It was just like, I'm letting you have this, you know, lie just so you can keep going with your life and feel like everything is okay. Because feel like if you I, did a good job raising a good girl. Yes, because if I tell you the truth, it's going to become drama. Yeah. Right? And it did. Like when they found out, it became drama. And my mom was like... Oh my, you know, estaba yeah. totalmente escandalizada and she just did not even want to talk to me. Like everything oh. I said, like we just had the worst couple of years. I wonder if they were more hurt by the fact that you lied. Oh no. Or it was because, oh my God, our good I went girl to live with is a man. now living with a man. Yeah. And because I'm living with a man, now everyone knows I'm not a virgin. I never moved out. <laughs> And I'm still a virgin. <laughs> That's right. I never technically moved out. I was in that house. Remember where we had that 80s party? And then everybody left you, right? Everyone left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were abandoned. I was abandoned. And it worked out great for me. Um, so at during that time, by the way, I saw that I found the picture just the other day, uh, my 80s party. Mm -hmm. Remember that picture that we have? Yes. I love the cheetah. Oh my God. It's so awesome. Okay. I'll post the picture of my 80s party. So this was the house where I lived with my mom and then my sister moved in and then my dad moved in for a while. It was temporary because my parents weren't together, but somehow we all ended up living in this house together and it worked. So we were all living in this house and then everybody started leaving like one at a time. First, my dad left. Then my sister got a job in Georgia. That's when she first moved out to Georgia with my niece. And then my mom ended up going to Colombia for something. I don't know. My aunt needed her over there for a while. And so she left to Colombia. And while everyone was gone, I was like, why am I alone in this big house? So I decided to move and, you know, I just told the landlord like, hey, we don't need this big house anymore. I'm out. And then that was that. So I never technically moved out <laughs> because I think it would have been really, really difficult for me to move away from my mom. But because she left to Colombia during that time, that was like my way out. And then I got my, my own place. Well, there you go. It worked. You did it the right way. You didn't even have to move out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I never moved out and I'm a virgin, you guys. It's working out for it's you, It's working girl. out. It is working out for me. <laughs> I was such a good girl uh -huh. that when I worked with Shakira, I was the only person under the age of 21. Yeah. Okay. I'm hanging out with all the musicians, with like all these people. Mm -hmm. Alex... Little Alex was such a good girl that I did not drink. I was like, no, thank you. Because in my mind. Nerd. Yes. <laughs> nerd. Boba. Pendeja. Like, what is wrong with you? No, in my mind. That's fine. It was like I had this fear of 
getting like in trouble or being bad. I don't know. And I was like, well, I'm not 21, so I probably shouldn't take that class. Thanks. That's and I funny. was the only one. Like, I'm in the freaking sky on a private plane. <laughs> Who's going to know? Yeah. Nobody's going to know. But in my mind, like, I had this thing ingrained that I had to be a good girl. And now I'm like, wow, that was dumb. Well, I was definitely drinking before I was 21. And I did have the guilt. Like, I would go home wasted and just like pretend I was sober. Oh my god. I don't know how I did so this. Funny. I don't know how my parents even thought I was sober. I don't even know. Maybe they didn't. You know, for the longest time, my friends and I would just think to ourselves, our parents cannot be this dumb. They're not. <laughs> they're not this dumb. What they're doing is called denial. denial. If they don't admit that this is going on, then they don't have to deal with it. They probably knew, could smell it or see it on my face, <laughs> and nobody wow. ever said anything, you know? Because Wendy's yeah. a good girl. Because Wendy's a good girl. Yeah. Like, the expectation was already set. Wendy's a good girl. I got good grades. I, you know, I was solid, yeah. like, in my friendships. I didn't have, like, you know, friends that were scary or, like, yeah. that my parents would then be like, oh, why is she hanging out with that guy or that girl or, you know? They must be getting into trouble. None of that. Yeah. So I guess in a way, yeah, I could get away with a lot because I always appeared to be a good girl and acted in that way in front of them. Yeah. You know what I think it is? Um, when you set up these expectations of being like a good girl, then you're just asking for your kids to rebel. Like when you <laughs> give them a list of like, it's this, this, and this, and this makes good girl or equates to whatever you want to, you know, name it. Yeah. Then at some point, they're going to resent it if they can't live up to it, and they're going to rebel. Yeah. You know, and some kids rebel harder than others. I mean, my rebellion was not crazy at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you at all. left to live with a man. I left to live with a man. You horrible, horrible person. <laughs> No, but you know, some kids rebel with like drugs or hurting themselves or hurting others and all that yeah. stuff. And no, yeah, no. that's serious. Yeah, that's serious. Yeah. I, I never did. No, that was not like that. my yeah. type of rebellion. My type of rebellion was more of a liberation. Like I honestly, when I first met my friends in college, I was like, oh my God, these women are so free. This is amazing. That's what I thought when I met you girls. I was like, what is this other world? <laughs> like, what is going on? Because I have never experienced this. And you guys would just go out and have fun and like do whatever you wanted. I was like, I, I've never lived this before. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's what it was for me. It just felt very liberating. Yeah. Like, okay, this is how other women can be. Well, that's what I've been wanting to be. I just didn't have an example of it because I've been stuck in this part of the world. Being a good girl. Being a good girl. Yeah. I was such a dork. Like, I don't no, know what... no. But then I no. met you guys. I know. And then <laughs> it all went to shit. And then, and then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> Mamacitas, what is a good girl? Do you find yourself using the phrase, be a good girl with your daughter? What are you really trying to say when you use this phrase? Is this something your mother said to you? On the next episode of Mamacita! Mamacita.
the Mamacita Confessions. This is a podcast about starting conversations, so share your thoughts. Leave us comments. Send us pictures of your mama date. Mamacita. Mama date. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mamacita Podcast. And if you want to talk to us live, look for us on Clubhouse. New episodes out every Friday, so don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what you heard, please give us five stars and leave a review. Thank you for listening. Mamacita Podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Wendy Castellanos-Wolf and Alexandra Rosso. Edited by Alexandra Rosso. Our sound engineer is Scott Wolf, and our theme song is based on Drume Negrita, a Cuban lullaby, arranged and recorded by Scott Wolf. Also, check out our Mamacita blog by Wendy Castellanos-Wolf. Find that and more at mamacitapodcast.com. What does it mean to be a good girl, Alex? <laughs> Not this. <laughs> Just space them out, girls. Just space them out. If you know who the baby daddy is, you're a good girl. Oh my god. That's terrible, Wendy. We cannot put that in there. We did it!